Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Terrell Albushi, James Chloea, Joey Devine, Nusser Omer Abaid, Mubarak Hassan Shani, John Keane, Daham Najim Bashir, Dilhead Dagranja, Patreons, Tixamista Lisa, Danka Tixamista, Danielle, thank you, Danielle, Colin McGowan, thank you, Colin. Chi-Chi! Thank you, Chi-Chi! Guest, Kate Bush! And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with another episode. Well, I should say I am back with another episode. Uh Sean is traveling with another episode. Sean, where are you right now? That is of course my best friend, America's <laughs> Uncle Dad. Well, I guess I should say Qatar's Uncle Dad, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Uh I'm good. I'm and- good. I'm in I'm in the beautiful city of Doha. Mhm. And that is where? Uh in Qatar. Oh, I thought Doha was uh, that lady who was in racial chat rooms. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's showing me. Um, uh, uh, also, uh, Joey, I I am Qatar's favorite uncle right now mm-hmm. because I uh, 
I befriended some Australian children at someone's home last Jesus night. Jesus Christ, you cannot stop. Wherever you go, you're yeah. like the Pied Piper of injuring yourself on trampolines. Um, that is true. I managed uh, not to hurt myself, but I was I was a little winded carrying uh, the three-year-old up the stairs. And then I was like, that's not a good sign. Sean, do you remember that time? For next week. <laughs> you went to my parents' house on the 4th of July, and we played basketball with children, and uh, you somehow managed to bleed from the face while we were playing basketball with yeah, children. Yeah, how did that... I forget how that happened. Uh, a basketball hit you in the face, and you were wearing sunglasses, and the sunglasses somehow cut the bridge of your nose. <laughs> That's what happened. That's right. Why was I wearing sunglasses? It was very bright. I mean, it was like yeah. 10 a.m., uh, yeah, anyway, that's right. Happy Fourth of July. Happy. Thank you. Thank you. So, Sean, how you're? Is it normal? You're going to climb Mount Everest. That is what you're doing right now. I am going to climb Mount Everest. Well, I, I'm going to be. I'm going to be the first <laughs> podcaster to climb. I'm going to be the first basketball podcaster to summit. Uh, not Everest necessarily, but an Everest-ish peak. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> You're I'll be good. reaching the base camp. I'm going to say hi to my friend, uh, John Krakauer, mm -hmm. um, Edmund Hillary, too. Mm -hmm. um, um, Danny LaRue. Danny LaRue is going to be up mm -hmm. there. Um, uh, well, you know, I, actually, that there's a rumor, and I, I, I'm not, I don't know this, but... Um, when there's a really, truly sensitive piece of information, mm -hmm. Brian Windhorst comes up to the mountain and he whispers it to the mountain. So mm -hmm. aggregate, it's it's at a certain altitude, um, things can't be aggregated. Um, so I'm looking at, I just looked up, has there ever been any celebrities who have climbed, climbed Mount Everest and made it to the summit, which you are not going to do? I'm but, not uh, going to do that. What I can tell you is English actor Brian Blessed um, uh -huh. has made three attempts to climb Everest without using supplementary ox oxygen. But he uh, hasn't made it. In 93, he almost managed it, reaching 8,600. Um, oh, man. <laughs> and then apparently a man, award-winning Argentine actor and musician Facundo Arana summited Mount Everest on May 23rd, 2016 at age 44. That's pretty good. Um, and it looks like that. It, oh, this is the worst answer I've ever seen. Uh, mm. Someone said <laughs> the real celebrity that made the summit of Mount Everest is Sir Edmund. Oh. Eat shit. <laughs> celebrity. I mean, he is. He was. I guess he is. Yeah. I mean, he is. He's on money and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And actually, that's why I I got confused i had read that hillary was really revered and now i have literally 500 prayer flags that say i'm with her that i'm taking to the right. top and now no one's gonna understand it at all i hate you all right um <laughs> you know what i hated more though sean what's that uh, today's basketball game um but we'll talk about that in a second first huh. we should do some business uh, round rock patreon.com slash round rock pod is our patreon where you can hear bonus episodes uh sean you put up a bonus episode this week with our friend big corbs i did um what book did you read 
We read the book Unguarded by uh-huh. Scotty Pippen, mm-hmm. and uh, he was not very revealing. But also, Corbin, um, for the second time in podcasting, um, tried to get me to um, engage with his weird uh, Amanda Knox theories. So that was very exciting. <laughs> Um, uh, anyway, you can hear that at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. You can follow us on Twitter at roundrockpod, or you can email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Um, Sean, uh, I just, we have an announcement. Um, friend of the show, Matt Lieb is getting married. Oh, congratulations, Um, Matt. So I just wanted to play this for him and congrats from dunked on again on your nuptials all right uh wow that's cool he must he must be a fan of the fraudcast sean yeah the fraudcast which i believe their sopranos pod is ending and it ended with uh a really great song uh about aj soprano i don't know if you heard it yet sean i i have heard that one yeah, <laughs> yeah it was really, really good. good um uh the the uh evanescence so i don't song, know why I, I don't know why we're plugging the fraudcast we're friends with matt but whatever sean i want you to give us what tell us what's going on here on your trip so far we we sort of went over it but like okay. where did you watch warriors grizzlies tonight Oh, I watched that in a in a hotel room. I watched Game Four. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I flew to New York City mm-hmm. and uh, hung out with as two, everyone does two, before they go to Qatar. Two children. Yeah, I mean, I uh, and then um, I met up with with my friend, and then met his hung out with his son, and then uh, obviously uh, the uncle spot. So we watched. Um, the we watched the Celtics and the Bucks, um, Al Horford's big night from his apartment, and he was live betting very small amounts on the game and ended up winning a trifecta. Your son? No, no, okay. just my friend. Sorry, <laughs> well, that's too bad. I he will like... tell you, he will tell you the scores. And uh, I was like, send that kid to the OTB. Uh, yeah, that's what they have in New York. All right, keep going. It was kind of tight. He his, his he asked his mom. He's like, "Okay, Boston, Milwaukee. Who do you like, mom?" And she goes, "Neither one, neither one." <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we took a flight. We we then went to the airport, hoping that we could watch in the um, Qatar Airways lounge mm-hmm. at uh, John JFK. F. Kennedy International. Yeah, that are named after um, the president. <laughs> oh, the president's son who tragically died in the um uh, the, in in that flight no the well he's not dead sean you know this uh oh sorry sorry yeah he's uh, the, coming the, back he's gonna future, come back and trump's arrest. future vice president he's, he's gonna come back and arrest all of the groomers any day now um yeah our, uh, yeah so actually that whole airport is actually a false flag uh, operation yeah, yeah. um uh, but we got there and uh, the 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 airways lounge was closed, mm. as was um, every business and mm. uh, restaurant in the, the terminal. city that never sleeps. <laughs> so um, we uh, we watched the game on um, a small tablet. I think mm. it was an iPad, uh, like sitting in 
just oh, some wasn't random one of those, seats. Like, NFL Surface Pros that has yeah, like, was... a, the hand grips. No, we had one of those, but I got so upset at the lounge closed, and then I just spiked it on the ground mm-hmm. like Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah. All right. Got so mad. Um, and uh, so that was that was a little bit of a weird experience because I was watching that game on a tiny screen where neither team could score, and. For some reason, the airport's music was so loud, mm-hmm. and the song that they played the loudest was How Bizarre. It's a pretty good song. It's not a bad uh, song. I've just <laughs> never heard it like reverberating through an, an international in terminal. Yeah. Um, so um, where were fl- you? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm sorry. I, you know what I'm going to say before we... Sorry. I'm sorry before yeah, yeah. you continue your travel story. Yeah. I would say, if you made me name the player that most looks like he sings How Bizarre in the NBA, uh-huh. I would choose Dylan Brooks. So Ooh, it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> uh, in the uh, hot, hot... I was bricking threes everywhere in the hot, hot sun. Hot. All right. Keep going. <laughs> I hurt his arm. Dun, 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 uh, all right. No, you can't write these. You can't write. You've got to save this, Sean. You're right, right. Sorry. That's gold. That's gold. Um, and then anyway, we we flew uh like twelve hours to Qatar. Um got to the got to the airport. Sorry, got to our hotel. Um did a little bit of work. We have you ever we, seen any of the World Cup slave labor yet? No, we've seen. I think I'm going to the stadium. That there's a stadium that's built out of container ships mm-hmm. that I believe they're going to ship to Africa afterwards. I think we're going to visit that uh, later in the week. There is a track and field event called the Diamond League, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what it is. It's in like everybody's staying in our hotel, and there's all this um, like it's clearly for athletics, but I thought it. I thought it was about cars because there's a big replica car in the lobby of this mm-hmm. hotel, but that's just like the hotel's thing. Sure. They have a, like, there's a lot of uh, old cars there. So uh, I guess that's a track and field event that's going to be there. I was too late for the Asia games, mm-hmm. but, um, and then I will be visiting Education City later today. Mm. Is that like, I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I have uh... a feeling uh, I'm, I'm going to look, I don't want to get in trouble with, the government here, but Joey school kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, actually not allowed in education city because I opted to work at the Bubba gum shrimp company Ooh, instead of continuing yeah. my college education. All right. Um, it's never too late, Joey. It might be too late. You know what? It's too not late. too late for uh, man. We have talked a lot about not basketball. Um, yeah. What's never too late for is reader mail. Yay. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it Reader Mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, Sean, what do we got here? Uh, So we got a question from John L. Who asked, um, would going to Disney World or land with one or both Lopez's be really fun because they know so much or really annoying because they know too much. 
This and, is an easy answer, I think. But our friend Beeps had an answer. Why don't you read? Beeps yeah, yeah. Answer? Well, let me let me also just say it's both Lopez's. Okay, mm-hmm, yes. like we're yeah, yeah. we're going with both. Um, our friend Beeps had a good answer. Uh, I don't mean to jump the gun, but I have some insight into that question. The wife's fam grew up in Florida and at one point had season passes. My first time was with them. Full disclosure: I am not a roller coaster person. Experienced Disneyers have a plan, and they will flat out tell you Tom Sawyer Island is a waste of time, even if you just want to ride a boat and get a turkey leg and if you'd like to see the world at epcot and check out niagara falls before running straight to mexico for a mar be prepared to hear nothing happens in canada mm-hmm. uh i'm sorry beeps had that experience yeah but although i would say i would say you should check out uh the hall of premieres with the animatronic uh, leaders of Canada, it's pretty Ooh, good. The Except is, the Justin, yeah, yeah, it's, it's ahead, questionable. Make the same joke. <laughs> yeah, All right. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm sorry you had that experience, beeps, but I got to tell you, uh, as someone who has been to both Disney World and Disneyland before, I oh. do not have this problem. Um, so I would really enjoy. Knowing all the secrets from the Lopez's, it would be really fun. It would be great. They'd know when to get in line for stuff. Like huh. last time I went to Disneyland, that new Star Wars land had just opened, and we didn't get to go on either of those rides because we missed like the fast pass time. And by the time we tried to go, it was like you couldn't make any reservations and the line was two hours long. That would never happen if you're there with the Lopez. No, no. The only thing is you would be searched constantly to make sure that you were not making off stealing, with the stealing, stealing merchandise. Yeah, yeah. Like Robin. Again, that was just Robin's dealer. Yeah, but... Robin just bought stolen Disney goods. He didn't uh-huh. steal anything. Um, Sean, what's your answer? Oh, um, definitely both, but I think you do have to like run herd on them a little bit because they're so into Disney lore that I do think you would end up like the problem is I understand what beeps is saying about experienced park goers. They might be too deep in the lore and they'll make you go to the Tiki room. For example, I love and the tell tiki you about room, all right. Anyway, keep it's going. So it's really boring though. I love it. It's like being <laughs> um, in a time machine. It, um, well, it is like being in a time machine. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, you, I feel like you might have to sit through some rides that aren't that fun because they have historical significance. I don't care. I'd have a great time. Oh, the, my, I would be great. Yeah. My one worry about going to mm-hmm. is I would wor- I would trouble me. There's going to be a lot of bickering while I me. Mean, that would be the only annoying thing is the two of them at each other's 45 minute line for the jungle right. cruise. Well, also um, imagine, say it's just you and the Lopez twins. Mm-hmm, yeah. You're riding next to one of those behemoths on every two person mm-hmm. ride. Yeah. Because they're not sitting together. No. I don't think they even fit. So, you know. Say goodbye to your personal space. I mean, I did see Anthony Davis on the Harry Potter ride at. um, Yeah. And you were you were yelled at when you tried to take a picture. I tried to take a selfie of myself with him in the background and uh, his handler, his universal handler was like, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, but he looked insane on the ride like. It's not built for people that big. Um, anyway, uh, Sean, we have two fun reader voicemails. Voice oh, great, mails. great, great. 
okay. so okay. we got to play the phone drop and call us on the phone at the number in the description of this. Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. Okay, Sean, um, let's start with the older call first. Our friend, okay. Greg. A Utah, uh, a Utah native, a Salt Lake City boy, um, one of the hosts of the uh, Brigham Young Money. Um, when the Utah Jazz were uh, unceremoniously uh, kicked out of the NBA for the rest of the year, <laughs> that's how I'm going to describe losing mm-hmm. uh, your season ending now. Um, he decided to call us on the phone and tell us how he was feeling. So here's our friend Greg uh, talking about the jazz season. Hey, boys. It's your boy, Greg. I am in beautiful St. George, Utah right now, and the grass is green, the birds are chirping, there's barely a cloud in the sky, and you know what? I feel like celebrating because I never have to watch this godforsaken, miserable sclerotic Utah jazz team ever again. And that makes me incredibly happy. I'm free. You know, at the beginning of the season, the jazz dropped a hype video and they used Nina Simone's feeling good. And as the song goes, it's a new dawn. It's a new day. And little did I know that it it wasn't actually a hype video for the season. It was a, it was a hype video. It was a foreshadowing of this off season. Because it is a new dawn. It is a new day. I don't have to watch Quinn Snyder have an aneurysm on the sidelines anymore. I don't have to, I don't have to pretend that, that Mike Conley is a passable point guard in this league anymore. I don't have to watch Donovan Mitchell be the NBA's version of Dirk Diggler. Uh, and I don't have to watch Rudy Gobert stroke out on live TV like he's Ron Paul every time he catches the ball on the post. Guys, I'm free. It's amazing. You know, earlier today, I bought Stevie Nicks tickets. And as she said, sunshine only happens after it rains. And, buddy, this season was a downpour. And so I am going to sit for the rest of the off season and bask in the sunshine. I'm going to go drink some beers poolside in a minute. I just ordered some Al Pastor tacos. And life is good. Because once again, I am free. Have a lovely rest of the playoffs, and uh, go Grizzlies. Uh, so, yeah, that was Greg from uh, the Brigham Young Money podcast. And, of course, mm-hmm. we forgot to mention, and, of course, at un- Unsalvageables, 
Unsalvageables. Uh, Utah Jazz podcast with Sarah, although Sarah mm-hmm. Todd, although I assume based on his demeanor in that call, I don't think he's going to be doing an episode of that podcast for quite a while. Um, it sounds it sounds like he's free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my one thing I want to say to Greg there is like, I love it. I love everything about that call, except you lied to us. There's zero percent chance the hype video was to a Nina Nina Simone's version of that song. <laughs> it was to Michael Bublé's version of that song. You know it, Greg. We know uh-huh. it. There is no way it was Nina Simone's version. All right. Um, he was feel he's feeling good too, but you yeah. know maybe yeah. it is a new day and it's a new dawn uh-huh. for Michael Bublé. Um, also, uh, uh, for any wedding DJs out there, when you play the Michael Bublé song, when the bride and groom come out, just remember. And congrats from Dunked On Again on your nuptials. Um, all right. (laughs) And Sean, we also have, uh, a, a friend of ours called because I asked him to, Mm -hmm. um, our friend Josh Gondelman who everybody knows he's a he's a he's a celebrity of sorts i would say he's uh yeah he's uh works for Jesus and Miro yep he uh from the make my day podcast uh from the book um nice try um from his comedy album which i can't remember the name of right now but you should get it because Josh is really funny <laughs> um uh-huh. uh he tweeted something Sean and that, look, I'm going to tell everyone I follow right now, if I follow you on Twitter, if you tweet something seri- similar to this, you're going to have to. But Josh tweeted, at Josh Gondelman tweeted, After seeing all the ads during the NBA playoffs, I'm a little curious about what the show Animal Kingdom is, but sadly, there's no way to find out. And look, <laughs> if I follow you on Twitter and you tweet about Animal Kingdom during the playoffs, I'm going to make you call us on the phone and tell us what you think Animal Kingdom is about. Mm-hmm. So here is Josh's theory. Hello, this is friend of the show, Josh Gondelman. I've got some ideas about what the television show Animal Kingdom might be about. Here's what I know for sure. It is a TV show, or a prank, but I think it's a TV show. It's on TNT, and it's about to have, or in the midst of, its final season. I only ever really see the ads like out of the corner of my eye and then I look up and I see like kind of tough looking guys. I, I want to say it's like a cross between, uh, Sons of Anarchy and We Bought a Zoo. Like it's about a bunch of, of bikers that, that buy a zoo and are like selling the Ill, uh, the endangered animals illegally, and so it, it, a lot of violence ensues. Truly, my best guess, not remotely a joke. Uh, I will never know the answer to this question. Sincerely. All right. Thanks. Good talking to you. Bye. Josh is the most polite man on earth. He said, Good "Yeah, talking that's... to you to a voicemail." Uh, there's no one nicer than Josh Gondelman. Um... <laughs> You know, there, there. He only has one more season to find out. What we are, we are facing the yeah. final season. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't really watch TNT at, when the basketball season isn't on. So I don't, I don't really know how you'd find out either. 
Yeah, uh, I also don't know. Um, we'll never know. Um, and luckily, uh, we don't have to because, again, if you tweet about Animal Kingdom and I see it, I'm going to make you call us on the phone. But if I don't see it and you have theories about what Animal Kingdom is about, we have only a round and a few games left to make this joke if you're listening Call us mm-hmm. on the phone and tell us what you think Animal Kingdom is about. Um, yeah. Sean, we've got some news. All right. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Do that. Oh, okay. I, I almost did it longer, but <laughs> I was like, maybe the connection. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's the news drop. What stop are we making? Dodger Stadium. The Academy. Why? Not the Academy. The Stadium. I'm going to get you vaccinated, Harry. You're eligible, and I get the feeling that if I don't help you get it done, it will never happen. Look, just take me home. I can get that done on my own time and not waste yours. Nah, we're going. Get it done now. Trust the science, Harry. I do, but there are a hell of a lot of people who deserve it ahead of me. Besides, you need an appointment. Ballard pulled the badge off her belt and held it up. Here's your appointment she said. Whoops, sorry, that wasn't the news drop. That was a uh, cl- that was a <laughs> an excerpt Bosch from, getting vaccinated. Uh, that was Bosch getting vaccinated from uh, the newest Harry Bosch book. Here's the news drop. <laughs> this is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. Um, where do you want to start with? Let's start. Let's start with the most important thing that happens in the NBA season. Something that we argue about all year long, all summer long. Uh, we got it. We did. People take straw polls. Uh, there's computer scientists trying to model the results. We do our catch up every every month on this show. You and I sub- submit our. 18 player ballots. Uh, the MVP award oh, has God. gone to Nikola Jokic. I'm actually Joey. not allowed to talk about this because at one point uh, on our podcast, I said, uh, fuck Josh Giddy, and they took away my vote. Oh, right. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. I... Everybody's still talking about it. It's so crazy. I, I also, later, even though it was yeah. just a dumb joke that someone who I don't even like made, but uh, uh-huh. don't know why we're talking about it still. Yeah. Remember when I said up yours, Michael Carter Williams, yeah. and they they took my house. <laughs> I don't have a house anymore because of that. But uh, Joey, why? Why did Nikola Jokic win this award? Because uh, he is white. Yep. Yep, because there's because because uh, of the Serbian block in the voting community, uh, no, people it, like it. <laughs> no, it was blog boys, bro. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyone who anyone who follows the eye test knows that Devin Booker was the MVP of this season. Mm-hmm. Well, he no! he did come. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. He did come in fourth. Yeah. He got a second place vote. Um, that seems weird. Like, who do you think? The person who had Devin Booker second, who do you think they had first? Embiid. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Um, this is ridiculous. Like, 
look, Nikola Jokic had like uh st- statistics. I know we hate statistics now, but like statistically, like the most impactful season a player has ever had. <laughs> he was very good. Uh, and Embiid uh, was great, but like, just sorry, man, you're just not, you just weren't better than Nikola Jokic this year. And guess what? Neither of those players are the best player in the MVP, uh, in the NBA, so who cares? Right. Giannis is, is the best player in the, the NBA. <laughs> well, I thought, I thought you were going to say Jason Tatum, but um, <laughs> I guess I will accept Giannis as well. Um, it's weird uh, that people are actually going to make are like making t-shirts um about their resentment about Joe Allabead uh not winning an MVP award. Joey, can you imagine that? Your favorite athlete, uh someone who you built your whole personality around. Are you going to wear a t-shirt that shows where Anthony Randolph finished in the rookie of the year voting in in 2009? No. Like I wouldn't. Why do you want to celebrate we a player not winning? Off shirt though. Yeah, we should actually. That. Now that we're like, God damn it! All right. Be, <laughs> do you think he's? Is he crying on it? Yes, of course he's crying on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is this no, idea. That, no, no text at all. It's just his face, a drawing of his cr- face, and he's crying. It's all. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Mugs, COVID masks, yeah. mouse pads. Uh. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there's an idea that the the MVP voters hate Philadelphia, which I don't know, man. Embiid came in second. Uh, he still he still finished ahead of Giannis. Also, He's... the city of Philadelphia famously had an MVP that wasn't the MVP. Oh, you saying Allen Iverson? Yeah, Allen oh, Iverson people are rocks, be so and mad. I love him, yeah. but he wasn't the best player in the NV- in the NBA that year. Well, they also have the reigning baseball MVP, uh-huh. Bryce Harper, who people don't even really like in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um make baseball fun again. Yeah. Um, I mean, look. I don't I don't have a problem. Um but uh, you know, that's not not, not the strongest MVP award I've ever seen. Sean, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, are people ever going to stop fighting? <laughs> no. People are looking at new ways to fight. We, the people amount advocating... of fighting we've seen... Th- I think this should have been our top story. The amount of fighting we've seen in this playoffs for oh my different God. reasons is the worst. It makes me want to cancel this podcast, stop watching basketball, and walk into the ocean (laughs) well joey that's why i'm unplugging and going to the mountains where i can clear my head and not think about fans sending videos to the replay official oh like doxing and then when that doesn't and when that doesn't work they literally call the doctors on each other (laughs) Uh uh-huh they call the doctors i was like they call the video editor who's next the fire department is that they're calling (laughs) the fire department technically technically john morant was not on fire when he scored all those points it was a controlled blaze like fire chiefs. Oh man, there there must be Twitter fire chiefs, right? Like guys that were volunteer firemen yeah, yeah, and like, like chime explain. in, and they're like, "Oh, definitely, there was some accelerant there." You yeah. can you can pretty much tell in that. <laughs> or like uh, complaining about how they're not fighting the like how the fires being fought incorrectly. 
Is it news clip? Isn't one of those um, famous Twitter injury doctors like a disgraced former team doctor? I don't know. Like misdiagnosing things. Anyway, uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, But yeah, people are just going to keep. And also, I feel like um, the players and coaches themselves have been pilled. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like um, that really weird Chris Paul situation. Um. Where he was gonna fight a child. Oh yeah. No, when yeah. it when oh, it, yeah, it yeah. came, it was like someone. It was like the story was like someone punched Chris Paul's mom. Yeah. And then it was like this kid kept tapping Chris Paul's wife on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I think you should probably be kicked out if you won't stop. Yeah, if you're being annoying. tapping Chris yeah, Paul's yeah. wife on the on the shoulder. But at the same time, it seems like kind of a standard ejectionable offense. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, yeah, maybe, it, maybe he just had a crush on her. Like, that's what kids do. <laughs> uh huh. You know, that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, she better get used to it. Yeah. She shouldn't have worn, she shouldn't have worn no, that Phoenix Suns hey, jersey. Hey, hey. No. She was asking. <laughs> no, no, no. I bet. I'm just saying, maybe he wanted to hand her a note that said, if you like me, check yes. If not, <laughs> check no. Uh, and she wouldn't take uh-huh. it. All right. right. Um, but no, it. that was um, annoying. Fans are the worst. I. I, I can't handle it anymore. I don't want to be – I'm a Golden State Warrior fan, but I no longer identify as one. Oh, wow. <laughs> After everyone's okay. behavior in uh, this Grizzlies series, the Look, Suns shame fans. on you. Shame on you, Suns. Well, uh, yeah, shame on you, Chris Paul. Shame on you, that kid. Suns, yeah. Shame um, on you, Dylan Brooks. Shame on you, every every Warrior fan. Yeah. Um, every Warriors shame fan, on you, every, Taylor Jenkins, every Memphis Grizzlies fan, like every every Sixers fan. Yeah. <sighs> um, it kind of seems like the Heat fans are like weirdly laid back about things. Well, like they don't show up till the third quarter, so traffic's really bad for DJ Khaled, Joey. <laughs> um, yeah, but like. I, I don't know. It's it's weird that, that that seems to be a line of attack from 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 Sixers but people also, too. Like, yesterday oh. media people were just fighting with each other about like right. stealing <laughs> segments. Like Uh-huh. And then yeah, also that's... like media people were fighting about like the amount of low level Warriors just... media fighting Memphis media is like so embarrassing. Like who cares? Yeah, like 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 a beat writer fighting uh, like a, like a sideline report. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the ra- the racist the weatherman, weatherman deserved he it. He kind of yeah. came in yeah, off yeah. the turnbuckle, <laughs> but but yeah, it was like it was like a low level Warriors beat writer and the like literally the sideline reporter <laughs> for the Grizzlies. Like you just don't have to engage yeah. in that. It's not like. And I, I, I will say, props to Kareth Burke for staying above the fray mm-hmm. for the Warriors. Good also, job. Also, props to Ray Ratto for dunking on John Hollinger today. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, that was uh, the Bears' one win today. <laughs> anyway, um, here it, the one, the, the one, the one weird thing in the um, MVP vote. Oh, yeah. I mean, We're all of it. All of it was that. like sorry. sorry, but like uh, LeBron got a fifth place vote. Who 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 watched that season and was like fifth best player of the NBA? Uh, Number five. It's one of the many Lakers 
freaks. Oh yeah, it's so, it's so weird. Um, I just thought I just thought he had a great year. Yeah. Um, like, look, <laughs> Lakers freaks trump all. That's the yeah. weirdest thing about the Lakers. Uh, there is no in between. Lakers fans are either the best basketball fan you'll ever meet or the worst basketball fan you ever meet. Uh huh. There's right. no this- like. Uh, this guy's just whatever. He sort of knows what he's talking about. It's either like, uh-huh. it's crazy. All right. Anyway, um, Sean, do you want to talk about the ride? Yeah. Uh, so our our friend of the pod, uh, Marquis Chris, aka the ride, tried to fight Bismack Biombo in a tunnel. Now, Joey, off the top of your head, did you remember which playoff teams these guys were on? I have to be honest. I did remember Bismack Biombo was on the. I did know Bismack Biombo was on the Suns, but I did not remember. No, and I I thought of him as a son, and so I was kind of confused, and I was like, "Did the Mavs get Bismack Biombo? I thought he was on the Suns." <laughs> and then, uh, so he tried to fight Bismack Biombo uh-huh. in a tunnel. In a tunnel. That's great. These two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a perpetual 21 year old and a perpetual 38 year old yeah it, um, they never one one's never going to be old one's never been young yeah um and it now unfortunately i can't i can't get behind the impetus for this which was um beyond breaking the code by dunking with a few seconds left. No more codes. And Chris fouling him. But then he followed him, followed him into a tunnel and they tried to fight. But mm-hmm. uh I don't think he he landed that. Joey, um do you remember when we saw Marquis Chris? Yeah. And we uh, called him, we our friend Ju- uh, Julian Rodriguez gave him the nickname The Ride. Yeah. During this game. Do you want to explain why? Uh because so much happened all the time. Mm-hmm. Um I think he missed two breakaway dunks and he tried to do like a dunk contest dunk every time he did do one of the best dunks I've ever seen live. It happened maybe four seconds after the shot clock went off. Uh Yeah. Um, He, he committed, I thought it was maybe even you're supposed to foul out with 10 fouls. And I think they might've let him No, this was before they let it used to be unlimited fouls. So I think, I think he committed they did the rule 12. because of this. Yeah, I think it was 12 fouls. Yeah, I think he committed 12 fouls. Um, he almost got into a fight. Um, he he looked, uh, he'd like, he he would block a shot on one end and then he would fall down untouched on the other end. Um, he would sink a three and then a three would go off like the side of the backboard. It was always something was happening with Marcus Who did he Chris. try and fight? He tried to fight someone weird. It was weird. It was not at first. I thought it was Mo Wagner, but it's not. Mm-hmm. He fought um, the two Eastern European guys on the on the nets at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was Rodion's Kuruks. So yeah, uh, yeah, we. It turned out he was right because um, that guy is a bad guy. All right, he's a bad guy. <laughs> Props to Mo Wagner um, and Joey. I think you said. Uh, what Marquis Chris's destiny yeah, was. I said that his des- at this at the point we were watching this game, I said his destiny was to start a bench clearing brawl during a basketball <laughs> game in the Philippines. Uh huh. But yep. now, and- <laughs> um, you know what I think his destiny should have been. What's that? Uh, is starting for the Golden State Warriors in the NBA playoffs. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> too bad James Wiseman uh, needed that roster spot. All right, um, Sean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about uh, Mr. Doesn't Go Down on Women? 
yeah, uh, DJ Khaled. Um, he's he's a big Heat fan. He was sitting with his family, and uh, he hustled to pick up a loose ball that went into the crowd, which was very funny. Like I, mm-hmm. I had not really seen DJ Khaled run before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he he got the ball. He handed it. He handed the ball. Uh, yeah, he got it back. And then before he sat down, he started massaging um, Eric Spolstra's shoulders. Mm-hmm. Now, Joey, I have a question. Why did this look so wholesome? And yet when Drake did it to Nick Nurse, it felt perverse. Um, I think it's because, look, I don't like DJ Khaled, uh-huh. uh, but it's it, he's jolly. You know, he's like a cartoon. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, where I can't yeah. both Nick Nurse and Drake are like cartoonishly uh, unsettling. They don't seem wholesome. No. Whereas DJ Khaled, I I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but also he is such a like famous person that I associate nothing with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Except one thing, but. Uh, like not going down playing, on women. not not playing yeah. well not playing yourself by going down on women. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> now, do you think do you think his wife is upset that he is willing to be so physically affectionate with Eric Spolstra, but not uh, to go down on her? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So too. Okay, Joey. I want to. I'm springing this on you. I want you to give me a quick lightning round of your dream courtside fan coach background pairings okay the first one i'm going with an extra creepy one okay i'm going creepy i want this is the most unsettling one i can think Uh of i want so it's the first quarter in warriors Uh grizzlies (laughs) oh oh okay The, the warriors are down uh 35 to 17 because uh it's the first quarter that's what they do the first quarter and their big answer was to um Start Damian Lee. <laughs> oh, not not the youngest player to ever start an NBA playoff game repeatedly and then to not come in after that. Okay. Yeah. Um they've started Damian Lee and it didn't there they didn't fix anything. <laughs> it didn't, because didn't that's work. absolutely okay. what's gonna happen on Friday. Um, <laughs> um and uh Mike Brown is really he calls a timeout, he's going to give a and uh, Joe Lacob just gets up from his courtside seat oh, and starts oh, uh, massaging Mike Brown's shoulders. In the oh, middle. I hate that. I yeah. hate that. Uh-huh. Um, here's one that uh, I think, uh, okay, this is, it's um, it's a Dallas game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Sun, the Suns and Four guy is repeatedly trying to get Boban's Boban Marjanovic's wife to give him a high five mm-hmm. and she's she's done it a few times but he keeps forgetting because he's so high mm-hmm. anyway in a in a timeout where he's uh he's he's about to be moved to another seat uh Mark Cuban slinks out of his courtside mm-hmm. seat and starts giving Jason Kidd like a shiatsu massage where mm-hmm. he's like really karate chopping him and you can you can tell it hurts but you can tell kid also doesn't want to get fired and it's just super awkward. And, and Cuban just keeps going, relax, relax. This is the future. See, I had a Mark Cuban one too. Okay. But it's, I need to go back in time for it because it's not for Jason kid. <laughs> oh, uh, 
so I want Mark Cuban. So you know those guys in the mall that have those yeah. like head scratchers and try and get yeah. you to like at their kiosk uh-huh. and try and get you to uh, <laughs> yeah. buy the head scratcher by like using uh-huh. it on your girlfriend when you're 17 years old. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's weird and creepy. Uh, I want Mark Cuban to explain to grab the mic during a timeout and explain that he just bought the head scratcher company on Shark Tank <laughs> and try and sell it to the arena by using it on Rick Carlisle. Oh, oh, that that's very unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Um anyway. Okay, here's 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 one for me. Um okay. Tight game. Mm-hmm. Boston's Boston's up a point Bill Simmons, on the Bucks, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, C- Coach Bud calls a timeout, mm-hmm. and uh, Aaron Rodgers comes out. Oh no! And uh, he has a he has a glass full of clay, mm-hmm. and he he tries to forcibly make Mike Budenholzer drink the clay because Shailene Woodley mm-hmm. says it helps his decision making. Great, and uh, yeah, I think there's one fan we can all agree <laughs> you on. Thought I I think there's one uh-huh. courtside fan we can all agree on that everyone would the only other person other than DJ Khaled that everyone would be okay with him getting up and giving anyone a massage in the, and that is Guy Fieri. Oh yeah, Guy everyone Fieri. would love I mean, that. Come to um, come to Pleasure Town, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to see Mr. Whammy, that really old Nets fan. You always like, surprise. love talking about Mr. Whammy, dude. I hate, I hate <laughs> this Mr. Whammy. This is two Whammy. episodes in a row Mr. Whammy's come yeah. up. Anyway, um, I could see him trying to massage Kevin Durant's shoulders and Kevin Durant like spinning around surprised and just elbowing him like right in the forehead. And he, he never whams again. Um, all right, Sean, that's our episode. It turns out we ran out of time, so we don't yeah. have to talk about the Warriors losing by 45 points to the... Wait, that game happened? Uh-huh, yeah. I um, I was watching, I woke up for the end of the Bucks celtics mm-hmm. game, and then I guess I just woke up on the floor, um, uh, so yeah. and, they, and they had just soccer on. Um, so yeah, Sean, that's our episode. Uh, did you write a song? I did write a song. Um, it's called, I did it with my friend. Oh, Oh, no. no. The rule is when the song plays, we have to talk about it. We have to talk about the playoffs. Oh, man. All right. Gosh. I am getting, I am getting kind of fired up, though. Uh Um, all right, Sean, should we start with it? Let's start with it. Okay. Um, so the sh- Sean, the Warriors were up three to one going into yes. tonight's game. Um, yes, after a stellar and, performance in Game Four. No, they were terrible. Um, they just sort of won <laughs> at the end um, uh-huh. because Dylan Brooks was worse. Wait, pause for uh-huh. Mark Jones. For the Indiana Pacers today, it's all about expunging. All right. <laughs> I like that he just says expunging. And... Well, it's because I cut it. I cut oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why I was like, oh, yeah. Um, oh, man. Uh, yeah, and now they're down 3-2. And um, 
yeah, uh, not much to they're say about tonight. Three, or they're, they're up, up three, three two. two. So they are ahead in the series. It doesn't feel like it. Well, because at one point, um, <laughs> what was the what was the what was the 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 biggest lead Memphis had? Were they up fifty? They were up at 50 any point. At one point, yeah, I believe they were. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> um, so what's weird is. This game actually, considering the the final score, was, you know, the Warriors weren't playing well or anything, but it was relatively uh, close. And then... Um, the third quarter <laughs> happened? No, it was... Well, oh, because so they, they, they were down they, by they, 30 at the half, I guess. But then... Well, they... They basically, basically, what happened in the first quarter was, uh, you know, there was the the Grizzlies started, you know, started started hot, mm-hmm. and then uh, they shot seven of twelve from three point range. You know, that's I'm gonna say good, I though. knew they were in trouble the second I saw Zaire Williams. I was oh like, yeah, that was powerful. Yeah, he's just Zaire Williams is tight. Uh, <laughs> I love. Yeah. He's gonna be so good, I think. Anyway, keep yeah. going. So yeah, um, so so um, uh, the, the props to um, Keith Parrish of the Fast Break Breakfast podcast, because his his adopted son DeAnthony Melton um, led a nine zero run at the end of the first quarter. So the Warriors did trail by ten going into the quarter, but it looked like they were you know right in the shit. But then Dylan they Brooks hit. got hurt. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, Dylan Brooks <laughs> so they, grabbed his hamstring, and then they put in DeAnthony Melton. Um, yeah, they had so Tom, yeah Thompson <laughs> hit a three that like it was it was you know well, it wasn't. I do want to okay. say I knew we were in trouble. We like I'm on the team. I knew the Mem- wow. the the Golden State Warriors were in trouble. Uh, the second I mean not the second, but. Like an entire quarter had gone by, and only Clay Thompson had shot the ball. Basically, uh, yeah, Steph Curry did not take a shot until like until two like minutes s- left in the first. <laughs> um, and yeah, well, he shot, he shot, he made two threes in a row, basically. Well, like yeah, with like yes. three minutes. Left. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, again, it, the the end of the quarter, they just got killed, and then I was like, oh well, Memphis is shooting pretty hot from outside. Mm-hmm. And then um, then in the second quarter, Memphis didn't really have to shoot any threes at all. They just kept getting like mm-hmm. layup after layup. And there was a run in this game where uh, Memphis went on a 14-0 run uh-huh. in the second quarter, and then they extended it to a 28-4 to run. I saw someone tweet that it was a 31-4 to run. Maybe I was counting wrong, but I, I had it at only only 28-4, to Joey. Well, but Sean, yeah, they... I have a crazier stat for you. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Um, from the 458 mark of the second quarter to the okay. uh, 08 mark with eight seconds left to go of the third quarter, uh-huh. The Grizzlies had 20 made field goals and zero turnovers. Okay. Uh, the Warriors had six made field goals and 11 turnovers, and it was a <laughs> 62 to 18 run. Oh my uh, God! That comes from Woo. that comes from Keith Parrish. Uh, that is an incredible break breakfast. Oh, congratulations! Um, Basketball Reference didn't have the play-by-play up, and I thought that maybe I had dreamed the uh-huh. game, but actually, all it is is it's. 
2.30 in the morning in America and 10.30 in the morning. Oh, sorry. It's 12.30 in the afternoon here. Oh, boy. Um, so, um, Sean, I didn't get to finish my thought. I knew the sorry, Warriors were I'm in sorry. trouble because uh, anytime Clay Thompson uh, doesn't let anyone else on the team shoot for, like, a really long time, you're in trouble because uh, it means he's going to keep shooting. And also he doesn't play a lot of defense anymore, and he's just going to be thinking about shooting some more. Um, I mean, yeah, he, he kind of didn't take that many shots. To start the game, he did. Um, is what I mean. Like, I don't know, man. I didn't, I didn't, I did not have a problem with his initial offense in this game, but yeah, no, but he I was had terrible. A huge problem with, uh, his, uh, defense and game. Um, he was, he was terrible. Um, he, he, okay. So he clearly cannot guard a two anymore. Um, or he so can't they, do it this season. Maybe he will be able to do that sometime so. in the future. But but he just he kept doing things like just leaving a three point shooter for no reason. Yeah. Or like like he they would befuddle him on like a give and go. Yeah. The guy would give and go, and Clay would be three steps late in reacting to it. It was completely strange. Um, and then Draymond did that thing where he turned the ball over a million times and also didn't look that uh, locked well, in on defense. But did you? Yeah, I'm gonna give Draymond a pass for his last because his best friend got murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I get it. Well, um, Joey, it's the playoffs. There's no excuse. I well, okay. <laughs> look, Joey. I know the rules. I we'll we'll get to this when we talk about Embiid later. <laughs> No excuses. No. Um, also, it was very. I, I, it was very nice that he uh, donated. Uh, is starting a fund for his murdered friend. Uh, uh, so yeah. we forgot to mention Steve Kerr has COVID. Um, uh-huh. Steve Kerr has COVID. Mike Brown is no longer mm-hmm. undefeated as the Warriors coach. The Sacramento Kings. The greatest moment in Sacramento Kings playoff history in the last fifteen years was followed by. One of the worst moments in Sacramento Kings playoff history, <laughs> I have to say. Somehow they're not even in the playoffs, uh-huh. but the Sun, but the Kings got beat by by thirty nine points. Mm-hmm. The the Kings, you know what you know what it is. Steph Curry tried to be funny. He said after after Game Four, he said it felt like he'd been traded to the mm-hmm. they'd all been traded to the Sacramento Kings all night. Then before Game Five, he said the Warriors were going to whoop that trick. So dumb. That's not that's not his wheelhouse. No, Steph. Just just mention the Lord. You know you want to mention yeah. the Lord. <laughs> the Lord doesn't like it when you say whoop that trick. He's your friend. He's been hooking you up for this long. Just give it up for the Lord is all I'm uh-huh. saying. Uh-huh. I don't know why I'm encouraging that, and yet I am. Um, I yeah, I know what. I don't even want him to do that. Just talk about. Just say holy moly. Uh, 8 p.m. Holy moly, ABC. yeah. Invite those Muppets um, in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so Look, the... I said this, Sean. I tweeted this. I'm sorry to be a person uh-huh. reading a tweet. Wow, okay. But uh, I did say earlier tonight when I saw the whoop that trick thing, I said it's hard to be a... The hardest thing about being a Steph Curry fan is five times a year he does the most embarrassing thing any human has ever done. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Um, yep. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I, the whoop yeah. that trick thing is better than the uh, the push. I mean, that one's 
uh, horny game show thing in the middle of the All Star game, probably. That was that was worse. The uh, game, the, the shoes yeah. were the worst, though, right? In the twenty sixteen. Oh, the cur- the those shoes coming out and everyone yeah, making fun of the shoes, and then they blew the, the lead. Yeah, they blew all the leads, and then yeah. his wife tweeted that the 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 league was rigged. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> It's it's kind of amazing how much the Warriors like to start an unlikely starter in the playoffs mm-hmm. and then pull I him after a few minutes, sad. never to be put again. It's crazy. Like, remember, I mean, he started Damian Jones in the finals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like he hadn't played all year or something. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, our Brady, our friend Brady tweeted this. Hold on. The list of okay. all of them. Um. All right, so he Brady tweeted, dismissing injuries, the Warriors have started a player in the playoffs but played them 10 or fewer minutes 14 times since the 14-15 season. Would have been 15 tonight if there weren't 20 minutes of garbage time because Kuminga got it. So, Andrew Bogut, um, in 2016, uh, in game, well, that's, that, game that's four... A- Played 10 minutes. Oh, uh, right. They did pull him. He didn't get hurt till uh-huh. game five. Yeah. Um, and then in 2017, during the Western Conference Finals against Portland, Zaza Pachulia played 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, in game five of the finals against Cleveland in 2017, Zaza Pachulia played 10 minutes. Okay. Um, in game... For uh, game five of the 2016 Western Conference semifinals, uh, Andrew Bogut played nine minutes okay. <laughs> against the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, in game, uh, in game three of the 2018 Western Conference semis against New Orleans, JaVale McGee played nine minutes. <laughs> Uh, in, uh, game two of the Western Conference semis in 2017 against the Utah Jazz, Zaza Pachulia played nine minutes. Um, in game three of the Western Conference first round against the Denver Nuggets, uh, this year, Kevon Looney Mm -hmm. played nine minutes. (laughs) I don't even remember why that one happened. Uh, wait, wait, which game was it? Game three. Oh, he was just he he probably oh, racked. I think he racked trouble, up like right? four yeah, fouls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he 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 fell. He he. Yeah, I mean, he played a somewhat normal rotation. He just uh, picked up two very quick fouls. Yeah. All right. In 2019, uh, Andrew Bogut in the Western Conference final, game one played eight minutes. <laughs> um, in uh. The finals in 2016, game five, Andrew Bogut gets hurt, but he played eight minutes. Uh, Zaza Pachulia in the Western Conference Finals against the San Antonio Spurs in game two played seven minutes. (laughs) Yeah, it's because they were throwing trash at him. Um, It was a home game. It was crazy. In game four of the Western Conference Semis in 2022, Jonathan Kaminga played five minutes. Mm -hmm. I remember Um, that. In... um, The first round of the 2019 playoffs uh, against the Clippers in Game 2, DeMarcus Cousins played four minutes and started. (laughs) Uh, Bogut in the Western Conference Finals in 2019 in Game 2 played four minutes. 
Uh, Gary Payton, too, very sad, played three minutes in twenty in uh, game two of this series. And in the Western Conference how to fall, Finals uh, against Portland in game three in 2019, after Andrew Bogut had played all these nine-minute games, Damian Jones started and played three minutes <laughs> the entire that was, game. That was the weirdest. That was the weirdest. <laughs> he hadn't played all season. <laughs> Which which game was that again? I just want to. It was game three, I think it said. Yeah, game three. Just incredibly (laughs) weird. They fell behind like a huge amount too. Yeah, they fell behind in every game in that series. They were down by twenty at the half of every game of that series. I think. Um, That's well. They they fell behind by at least fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was such a weird choice. Um, Sean, (laughs) here's what I'm gonna say right now. Uh, I will say. As a Golden State Warriors fan, I am at least I'm mentally prepared for them to blow a 3-1 lead, right? I've been there before. Everybody talks about how mm-hmm. the Warriors have are going to win this series because they have championship DNA, right? They're the most pre- prepared, but you know what? They also have blowing 3-1 lead DNA. <laughs> I mean, they're 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 usually not very prepared. Like they're they're a terrible first quarter team. <laughs> I don't I don't really know why that is, but uh, it clearly is. Um, I actually kind of have a theory. Okay, I think Steph is uh, too selfless. Um, Are you saying maybe he shouldn't go eight minutes without shooting? Yes, because he's the best player on the team. And also, I would say in general, um, the Golden State Warriors uh, should stop running three-man weaves at the top of the key when everyone knows where the play the ball is going, and then they just steal it. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that that even when I mean there were a lot of moments when Draymond Green caught the ball at the free throw line, and every defender went to steal the pass they yeah. knew yeah, was yeah, coming. Yeah. I don't understand why he won't take a free throw. He shoots free throws fine. I don't understand why they don't run a play where Steph Curry just uh, just gets uh, the ball, just dribbles around Stephen Adams because uh, yeah, it seems like that yeah. is a good <laughs> advantage for them. I mean, to me, I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just a a lowly Qatari in my adopted country trying to <laughs> trying to make sense of this crazy world. Uh, um, anyway. Yeah, yeah. People are people are playing the pass on Draymond, by the way. Also, you know what is not that helpful as an offense? When there's someone just dribbling at the top of the circle, pointing mm-hmm. to a direction where someone's supposed to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they go there and set a half-assed screen. Uh-huh. And then there's only six minutes to shoot. They ran that play 20 times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you, you don't know where to go yet, guys? Um, should we should we simplify simplify things? What's yeah. going on here? Also, um, my favorite thing that's happening right now is uh-huh. uh, on Warriors Twitter and Warriors talking heads are all talking about how bad the com- um and the coaches even are like the Kaminga lineup is not good, and uh-huh. it makes it sound like it's Jonathan Kaminga's fault, and it's everyone but his. <laughs> like, cause he's not doing anything. He's playing five minutes and then getting benched the entire game. <laughs> I mean, he's he is not playing good defense. No, that no. that all yeah, that that for sure. But at the same time, but if you're gonna you know, put him in the game, why are you having him just stand in the corner for the whole five minutes? But like, but like, why are you why are you starting him at all? <laughs> I like, don't know. Like, like there there's no one. I mean, 
he he again is like the youngest person to start a playoff game in 50 years mm-hmm. and that that is being treated as if it is like an impressive milestone mm-hmm. instead of being like a historically bad idea mm-hmm. just just don't start him they're starting Steven Adams like a like play play the guy play who Kevin started Looney? Yeah, the eighty-one game, the guy games. He started seventy. Yeah, like like he started eighty-one <laughs> games. There was one game he didn't start, and uh, it like broke his streak. Um, I mean, he did play every game, so congratulations mm-hmm. on playing every game. But yeah, when they, I don't know the 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 worst thing that happened to the Warriors playoff run is people losing their minds about. A gimmicky lineup. He only started 80 games. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. Joey. Excuse me. But uh, but uh that everybody lost their minds over a gimmicky lineup and then didn't think like it's just a weird, it's a weird thing when when it was, you know, they they twice waited and then brought in this lineup mm-hmm. at the end of the second quarter where it could really surprise people. People are a little worn down. And then instead, when they were like, wow, we got some really good minutes out of that. Let's throw everything into chaos and start that lineup now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, wait, but they kind of haven't started before. It's sort of not the rhythm. We're doing it. We're starting that lineup because people have nicknames. God damn it. And we need, to reward those nicknames. But also, you know what would make that lineup um continually potent still? Uh if you What's just that? ran a play where Steph Curry was on one side of the court and Clay Thompson was on the other side of the court. No. And Jordan no. Poole had the ball and someone set a screen for him. No. <laughs> no. You get it to Clay, you get him on the baseline, you have him take have that him Dirk Nowitzki up. shot. Yeah, the Dirk Nowitzki Everybody loves that play. <laughs> um, anyway, we've <laughs> talked about the worst series. Sorry, yeah, we did the worst game. Joey, our Joey, what's your prediction for Game Six? Uh, I kind of think the Warriors are going to lose another one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you think they're going to lose the series? No, I think they. You think they're going to win Game Seven I in Memphis, but gonna lose game, game Six I do in think San Francisco? That's what's happen, yeah. You should bet that. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it, it, here's what happened, man. Uh, remember when the the playoffs are mirroring the regular season? Because do you remember when? At the beginning of the season, ever they're back. There's champion favor championship favorites. Uh, uh, like it's them and the Suns. It's them and the Suns. And then uh, Clay Thompson um came back, and then they were like the worst basketball team I've had to watch in a long, long time for three straight months. Um, after February, I mean, so so you think this is going to, and then they're gonna they're gonna put it together at the end. Uh, no, I think they're going to get the shit kicked out of them by the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, oh, think, I, I meant at the end of this series. Yeah, but I do think uh, there will be one game where, like, Draymond will do something. It'll be really close. Draymond will do something cool on defense, and then Steph Curry uh-huh. will hit one three. Mm-hmm. He'll somehow have shot three for 18. Like, the Grizzlies are amazing, and they're super tough, but they still don't have that much get them over the hump. It would be cool if they did cool. Um, but well, some of them know. are. What do you think's gonna happen, Sean? 
I think they're gonna win game six. Okay. I mean, I just I I, I, just I mean, don't not... trust this team to not fuck around and they think they're winning game six already. That's why they lost game five. I don't I don't think that is going to be their attitude after this game that just I mean, happened. Hopefully not. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, by, by what you generally, I mean, you're, you're. I feel like the working theory of the Warriors is when they are overconfident, they get very sloppy and they lose. If anything is going to shake their overconfidence, it should be a game like this. And also, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe someone will, uh, may, maybe tap the brakes on Clay Thompson's dribbling. A little bit. Here's and, what uh, I think they should do. I think they maybe should maybe make like a couple adjustments. Here's what I think they should do before the game on Friday. They should uh name okay. Kenny Atkinson the head coach of that game. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be great. <laughs> well, does he have to be hired as the Lakers coach before that? <laughs> um, all right, Sean, let's talk yeah. about uh Bucks Celtics. Uh, Drew Holiday made one of the most, uh, amazing defensive plays I've seen ever in a playoff game, uh, to yeah, that, win that the game rule. tonight, 3-2. The Celtics led for, like, the majority of the game. Giannis was awesome. Bobby Portis wasn't playing that well for the majority of the game. Even blew, like, a layup that would have had them, uh, go ahead near the end there. But then, uh, rebounded a missed Giannis free throw to essentially win the game um sean my question for you yes whoever wins this series is winning the nba finals right kind of feels that way wow doesn't it? the the disrespect you have for our friend the 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 sons and four guy uh, <laughs> and for heat culture itself dj khaled would say hey you just played yourself, Joey. I mean, maybe I did, but it feels that they way. Should. It feels it, like they, all they... the other teams are playing real bad, and these two teams are playing really good. I mean, I think I think the Bucks are going to win. I I still am not. But I, I I I think the Suns would beat the Celtics. And you don't think Al Horford has more of this in him? I mean, he might have more of this in him, but uh, the uh, he he doesn't have youth. That's the that's the thing that might limit him. You know what uh, I will say, though, is uh, if I were an NBA team, you know how uh, uh, Moneyball is less about the book. Moneyball is less about walks and home runs and more about finding the thing that's cheap. Um, Yes, I, I would say I think the market inefficiency in basketball right now is uh trading for the old guy the thunder traded for oh um, yeah so that's that could be yeah, it's chris paul it's that's chris al, paul, horford. al horford um wow i think not kemba walker yeah, not kemba well, walker though you never know maybe next year because it's it, it's like it seems like oh, it's, that's you know, true. it has to it, it takes a season you know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh i would I, i'd get I'd put kemba walker on my books baby <laughs> that's all i'm saying yes. Yeah! Uh, wow. Whatever the Thunder are doing are making these old guys play real well after they've mm-hmm. been there. Um, yeah, I mean, they it's... looked dead. Um. Well, you know, they got a. What it is is it reminds you you could be you could go to Oklahoma City. You need to appreciate the nice places you are. Mm-hmm. What's up? You know who would be helping the Sixers uh, against the Heat right now? 
Who? Al Horford. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> you know who else would be helping the Sixers right now? Uh, Jeru Holiday. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, anyway, the I mean, series who, has been who awesome. needs a 23-year-old all-star anyway? Is, uh, my question for you is the series has been awesome, even though the Celtics have won some games, and that is the worst thing that happens in the NBA, uh-huh. obviously. Oh, no, um, I mean, like, uh, lots of great finishes. Yeah. Uh, is Are we going to get a better series the rest of the playoffs? Um, Just by virtue of not taking place in Boston, I'm going <laughs> to hold out hope. However, that does mean that that um, Bill Simmons and his dad will not be yeah, you could, watching you, their favorite player collapse. I, if if you're uh, if you're looking for a pick me up, look for the screenshot of Drew Holiday blocking the Marcus Smart layup, because uh, you can see Bill Simmons being very sad in the background. You can also you can also see a very small part of his father's uh, distinctive mustache. mustache. Yeah. Um, yep. All right, um, Sean, who you got? Are the Bucks going to close it out? I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks close it out in the Garden, Joey. I think the Celtics are getting another game. I think this is very obviously a seven-game series. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh They're, yeah, sorry. They have they have home yeah, court. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I would take the Bucks too, but it's like a coin flip. Unfortunately, I, have I a just lot want of faith I just Celtics defense. I mean, maybe I just love I just love that the invincibility of Boston Garden, like it's I mean, or the TD North Center or whatever they're calling it, um, where they've just lost a lot of big games Mm -hmm. in the last 10 years. That LeBron game, uh, the the last game of the 2018 conference Mm -hmm. finals like Mm -hmm. i just want to see it happen again i look i want i want those great fans yeah unfortunately grant williams al horford is uh rob williams is a pretty tight uh front man uh front court rotation um all right heat sixers you got anything to say sean joel and beat is back i mean jimmy jimmy it's weird that i feel like this series is sort of um it's because the Sixers are involved that like everything they're in is kind of poisoned. Now, first of all, Joel Embiid, um, there are there are only two positions to take mm-hmm. on this, right? Which is that uh, either he is not playing tough enough mm-hmm. um, with his broken face, mm-hmm. and he needs to step face? up and be uh. the MVP. <laughs> um, and then the other position is. If he plays a single minute more, he will be blinded for life. Uh-huh. Why is he playing Jordan Poole? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the dirtiest player in the NBA. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, it's. I mean, look, I don't even really know what to say about that. I don't have either position. I assume Joel Embiid knows his body and is okay to play, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, he he is an adult man. Um he's not I mean I mean it's he, not like he when wants the Warriors to play. forced Kevin Durant at gunpoint to play in the NBA finals. Uh-huh. Or um, yeah. Or that time that um the Rockets tried to make Royce White pay child support. Um all right, we don't need to talk about <laughs> Royce White. Um, uh, uh okay, so um uh, but yeah, it's like it's like he's he, it, it, he's okay. You don't need to you don't need to tweet 
in defense of also he was like, really good. His defense was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just he's clearly uncomfortable, but yeah. um he's not gonna end up blind. I would say sure um that. the biggest factor to the Sixers winning this last game though was I mean the uh yeah, the Sixers winning this last game was uh Kyle Lowry looked terrible. <laughs> Yeah, well, he, he has a pulled hamstring. I know. I'm saying he shouldn't be playing. Oh, yeah, I mean, but... Uh, it, I mean, was, they... it was, like, not to be the, the like, he might be blinded for life guy, but I was like, Kyle, take a breather. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to do this to yourself, man. The, uh, that one hamstring I mean, this... can't hold that big ass. That's that's um... a good point. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I will say, this kind of is where you do have to do that to yourself. Right. But, no, I, I I get what you're saying. He's, like, he's play, just hurt. They got Victor Oladipo, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they won by 35. Did, How many minutes did Kyle Lowry play in that game? I don't know. He didn't even play in that game. No, it was the game before, sorry. That's right, that's right. Um, okay. So, yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. He is sitting down. He's all right. Um... <laughs> He played 30 minutes in that game. That yeah, was too no, was, many minutes. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was like, because I, 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 I watched the other one. I've been very tired when yeah, these games are on. But, You're but right. I was like, I was like, oh, Kyle Lowry, he's not, he's not really playing too much. I don't know why everybody's freaking out so much. And then it, I didn't realize he played 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the fix. The factor of the Sixers winning game uh, four was Kyle Lowry was. Uh, his that give that ham the one hamstring MVP for holding that up. He's holding up that dog. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, What's the gonna other, happen the in th- game six today, Sean? You got uh, Jimmy you Butler. Got Jimmy Jimmy Butler's gonna continue to dominate this series, and they're gonna they're gonna take it home. They're gonna do it in front of those Philly fans. Are those they- those those animals. Are they? Those animals die? are gonna have to watch it happen. Are they gonna dust off Duncan Robinson again? I mean, he played. He played thirteen minutes. Did he make any threes? One for three. That's not. Yeah. That's not gonna do it, dude. <laughs> um, no, dude. They're gonna let Max Struess and Jimmy Butler lead him to the promised land. I'm. I'm predicting a big Victor Oladipo game. I mean, <laughs> I could. I could see it. Uh, uh, shouts I, to I'm, B-ball I'm Paul. A... Finally getting some run. Doc Rivers, you're a weirdo. <laughs> I mean, he's he insisted. He's not... He insi- but no, I what I mean is he insisted on when Embiid was hurt on uh-huh. starting DeAndre Jordan and playing him uh-huh. so many minutes, and then yeah. Embiid came back and he benched. <laughs> now DeAndre Jordan doesn't play at all, and Paul Reed is officially the Embiid. Backup. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, that's 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 t- a tough one for DeAndre, but I'm sure he'll be released and then immediately sign with another team because because he's a good teammate. And pe- people love having him around, yeah. Joey. I can't. Look, what are you gonna say? Look, what are you he gonna stinks, do? But uh, boy, could the Warriors use another center? All right, um, even a bad one. They, um, they have a center. They're not playing. No, I mean a second one. <laughs> right. Um, I'm just I'm just like they're not playing the first one. I know. Um anyway. <laughs> it's weird. Uh all right, Sean, our final series. Snowball, baby. Let's talk about Luca. Luca versus CP. Mm-hmm. Suns are up three to two. 
what's going to happen tonight. They're, fin- yeah, they're the finishing are, it. The Suns are going to win tonight. Um, uh, they're going to, a million percent, they're going to win that game. Valiant effort by the Mavs. Uh, yeah. They still, it still feels like they need one more guy for Luka, though. Uh, but the rest of the guys are cool. Um, yeah. Uh, well, when they, just needs they, look, a little bit more help. The addition by subtraction went a very long way. Yeah, I would actually say if they had Tim Hardaway Jr., this was probably this would probably be. A- yeah, I think that I think that's probably right. And uh, you know, Luke is a Luke is a little banged up, and uh, you know, one team is being coached by Monty Williams, and the other team is being coached <laughs> by Jason Kidd. So you know, again, Phoenix Phoenix is very good. That's the mm-hmm. that's the main thing, but. At the same time, there's uh, my my Williams. Um, I mean, Monty Williams is—he's just uh, really paying Jason Kidd back for all the times uh, he probably uh, nutmegged him in a game, right? <laughs> when he mm-hmm. did garbage oh. time. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Sean, I think that's our episode. I think it is too. Um. I gotta should, go to Education City, buddy. We we should tell the listeners, uh, you're not gonna be on for the next two weeks. It's just gonna be me. Um, but I'm it gonna is, have some guest hosts. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about that. Uh, you won't. I have showed to a lot of faith. I'm not, I showed a lot of faith in the Golden State Warriors. Um, yeah, leaving the country in May. Uh, I'm well, or no faith at all. You assumed they were going to lose the play in again based on how they were playing in January, in uh, February, and March. Um, Sean, is there anything you would like to say to our listeners before? Uh, yeah. Um, if I if I don't make it on mm-hmm. this trip, um, remember that I I did this journey for the people of Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine strong. Okay, no. Pleasant Hill strong. <laughs> um, if I I I want all my I want all my tweets uh, to be donated to the round ball account. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to leave my Mike Dunleavy Junior jersey to Joey Devine, mm-hmm. who will throw it into. Um, well, I was gonna say. Just just burn it in my honor because my bo- my body will not be recovered from the mountain. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll live forever in the crevasse. Um and um I guess I guess um I was gonna say free Tibet, but I'm not gonna be in Tibet. Um continue to keep Nepal free, you know? Uh-huh. Those are my messages for Great. you, the listeners. And also okay. um the finals MVP is not going to be Steph Curry, no matter what. Yeah, it's true. Um, Even if the Warriors win the title. It's yeah. Just, it's not going to be it, Steph. You know who it would be? It's going to be Jordan Jonathan Poole. Kaminga. No, it'll be Jordan Poole if they win the title. Um, what about Steph Curry? What about uh, Clay Thompson? No, it'll be Jordan what? Poole. Um, it's going to be Because when they look good... Jordan Poole looks the best, you know, he's like the new yeah. toy. Um, yeah, and they're going to and people are going to be able to figure it out. Yeah. Um, anyway, what are the chances Andre Iguodala surprise plays on games in game six on Friday? Uh, like 70 percent. I think so, too. Um, God, it'll be so good. It's going to be so good. Gonna he's going to be he's going to be the second round MVP if he does. Um, as for me, you can always follow me on. 
at Frankie Muniz, where, look, I've never felt more like Frankie Muniz than thinking and watching this Golden State Warriors uh, game today. <laughs> and um, I think the thing that would sum it up the most is on 10-14-14, I tweeted, electrical fire. Great. Amazing. Um, Sean, did you write a song? <laughs> I did. I did. Um, it's, it's a song about the playoffs. I called up my, my good friends, the Gallagher brothers, and I recorded a song called what's the story, Robert Ori. All right. That's playing under us now. Big shot. Bob would love it. Shouts to you, Sean. Enjoy your vacation. Um, Rumball rock listeners. I love you very much. Uh, how do I end this show? Shut it down. Let's go. Trust the process. Trust the process. (laughs) And, uh, Shut it down. Let's all, I don't know. I really want this Memphis Golden State series to be over because it's been a slog. It's like it's like the opposite of the very cool Milwaukee self. Boston hated every game. I hate the tenor around it. I hate the conversation. Yeah. All the shots were made in the most crucial moments of a playoff game. He's got more rings than Kareem or Bob can see. Another Lakers victory Dunkin' on Vlade and Drew Limit 3 Left when they signed the loan Shaq and Kobe just won three He doesn't need much space to make him She left an ending shot But made him, made him He's out there on the yard to make him He got a little fine for trying to fight so Bobo's jet skiing and it was time to sell What's the story Robert Ori sell He got a little fun for trying to buy the stack house sell What's the story Robert Ori sell He got a little fun for Oh, 
happy if she brings a sparkly, sparkly well. What's the story, Robert Ory? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.